progress. Okay, so we're going to pick it up from the bottom of Chavav Amid Beis. To the Mishnah, we're just going to finish up this last little discussion that you had. Rabbah had the following version, and Rabbah had the following version. Rabbah's version is that, again, there's a Machlegis, Rabbi Kiva and the Rabbanon, and Beishame and Beishelel, right? Rabbi Kiva goes with Beishelel, the Rabbanon go with Beishame, which is interesting, that if a person, if a Nendesh, a Hotter Miksasi, a Hotter Kulei, so let's say you say Kulcham Asurim, and then you find that the father's there. So the father's definitely Mutter because that's a nether. The Shaygi, the question is, is the rest of the nether falling on its own, or does it still exist? So Rabbah's version is as follows If you'd ask the guy if he would keep the same version, he would just say Chutzme Abba, but he would have kept the same syntax together. Everyone agrees it's a good nether. Beisham Hillel and Ravakiva only hold that the nether is gone if he would change it. But if you would keep it the same, everyone agrees it's Aser. Rabbah says, no. If you would keep it the same, it's a Machloikas. If you would change it, Kuli Alma, it's Mutter. Fine. So the Gemara has the following question. Eisvei Ravina L'Rava. Ravina asks Rabbah the following question. There's a neder, which is, once it becomes partially Mutter, it becomes entirely Mutter. What's the case? Neder min al-Kalkola. He says, I don't want to eat these dates. All these dates are Aser to me. Because they're all inferior and they're all trash. He realizes under the layer was Bnei Shuach. Bnei Shuach. Bnei Shuach were the most expensive. They were like the finest of, of the, um, of the uh, I think the figs, uh, the dates. The finest of the dates. They were very, figs? It says figs. They were the finest of the figs. They're actually one, the, the Gemara says they were one of the seven things that are not bottle because they're so chashiv, they're not bottle in a mixture. So very, very chashiv. So he realized, obviously, that was a nether b'shoigig. He did not intend to ask Ben Shuach. So Ben Shuach is mutter. The question is, what about the rest of the figs? He says, if I knew, I wouldn't have done this. So, hakakala asura Ben Shuach muteris. So the original psak was, the rest are Aser, until Rav Akiva came, Oh, Rav Akiva said, no, it's Mutter. It's a Machleikas in this case. So what's the case? My love, so the Gemara assumes the case is where, what would he have said? Would he have kept the same syntax again? Would he have said, or would he change the Lashen entirely? The Gemara assumes he would change the Lashen entirely, which Rav says everyone agrees is Mutter, so why is it Dafka Rav Akiva? So the answer is, he would not change this syntax. He would kept it the same, and that's why it's a machlekes. Okay. So the Gemara says, My love, Is it not the case where if he knew it was there, he would say, he would not say, He would say, He would speak it out. He would change the syntax. So you see, he would change the syntax. You said it's, So why is it Rav Akiva? For Rav Akiva, he would speak Rabbanon. So why is it a machlaik? It must be wrong. So the answer is lie. No. No, I would have kept the syntax the same. I would have just said chutz. I would have said chutz And therefore it's a machlaik. fine. Good. New, uh, one more thing. Again, you have a machlaik between Rav and Rabbah. So the Gemara says there's a brisa that can go according to everybody. The Gemara says... Man tanul hadetan rabbanu. Who's the author of the following brayser? Neder mechamishes bnei adam keechad hutliechad mehem hutrekulam. There's a case where if you aser five people and one of them is someone who didn't intend to, the entire neder is bottle. Chutz meechad mehen humuter veinasur. And there's a scenario where one's aser and the rest are muter. Meaning, there's a scenario where the neder is entirely 
gone, and there's a nether, and there's a situation where the nether is still intact. The nether is entirely gone is where you change the lashon. The nether is intact is where you kept the syntax, you would just say chutz. So who, who authored this? So it just depends on how you hold. You plug in the names. Ila Raba, according to Raba, Reisha, the beginning part, is Ravakiva. The first opinion which says, according to Raba, that's only Ravakiva. Seifa, the end of it, which says the nether is still intact, is Divri Akal, is where you don't change the syntax, and that's according to everybody, according to Raba. I know. And according to Raba, Seifa Rabbanan, Reisha Divri Akal. And according to Raba, the end where you would change the law shown, that's according to everybody. And the beginning where you'd keep it the same, that's uh, only according, uh, 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 that's according, I'm sorry, the safer where you'd keep it the same is the machloikes, the ratio where you would change it is according to everybody. You just basically have these two opinions, you just got to, it plugs in. New topic. The, Gemara, the Mishnah says like this. Nidre oinsen, there are scenarios where you make a nether and you fulfill the terms of the nether, but it's completely out of your control. The halacha is, that that is not a valid nether. What's the example? I want you to come to my house for Shabbos. You say, no, you say, no, listen, if you don't come to my house, you're also to me. You say, fine, okay, fine. So, if you don't come to my house, you're also. But what ends up happening? You get COVID. You get sick. You don't, it's, not, it's not that you didn't come because you didn't want to come. Out of your control. You became sick. Your kid became sick. The river stopped you. You couldn't cross the river. All of these scenarios, we say, Oynes is out of your control and it doesn't count. Good. Simple. Simple enough. Yes. So now the Gemara says as follows. It was I know that. It's Three days. Um, the Gemara says, The Gemara says, by the way, if, if not for Messias and Shas, I'd, I'd be gone. So the Gemara says, "Hahu gavra." Okay. So basically, like this, you see from this Mishnah that Oynes Rachmanapatra. Basically, that an Oynes is out of your control. We don't blame you for an Oynes. Okay. So the Gemara says we're going to use this to other scenarios of Oynesin. Okay. Hahu gavra. There was a person. The itves zachvasa bebeidina. Vaamar iloya sinat lasin yoyimin livatli hani zachvasa. The case was like this. You had a the way the, the Ran speaks out the case is as follows. You have two litigants. Uh, I'll say, I'm the plaintiff, you're the defendant, whatever. And, I, and we're fighting over land. And I have papers that prove that, uh, that I have certain amounts of evidence. Not enough, but I got certain amounts of evidence. Bezdin wants to proceed, and I want to stall a little bit. Bezdin thinks I'm stalling. I say, I need 30 days to get more evidence. Bezin's not so confident that I am actually going to get the evidence. They think I'm stalling. So Bezin says, fine, you have 30 days, but you got to leave, leave you, the evidence that you have, leave with us. I leave the evidence with you, with the Bezin, and I say, if I'm not back in 30 days, throw out the evidence. It's a confidence. It's a confidence. But like, I'm, I'm that confident. If I'm not back in 30 days with the rest of the evidence, toss what I have. Okay, fine. Good. Got the case. Again, whatever, I guess that, that was, you know, you have to leave it by the Bezdin because they, they think you're stalling. You say, I, got I need 30 days. They say, fine. And then just to show confidence, you're like, listen, if I'm not back in 30 days, toss it. Shred the, shred the evidence. So what happens? Itnis Vilayasa. 30 days later, I couldn't get because of anitis. I couldn't come because it was out of my control. I missed my flights, whatever it was, out of my control. So the question is, do we say, well, you didn't come in 30 days. Shred it. 
Or you say, no, listen, it's onus, it's out of his control. So, you know, and we don't blame you if it's out of your control. So the Gemara says it's a machlekes. Am Ravuna, batal sachvasa. Ravuna says, shred the evidence. Listen, the guy said he's not going to be in 30 days. He's not in 30 days. Shred it. It's a peasant's job to be detective and figure Correct. out. Correct. Yeah, listen. That's it. Shred it. Now, the Gemara is going to analyze the sheet throughout the daf. But, Amrli Rava, onesu. Rava says, what do you mean? It's an onus. Onus chmana patre. Dichsiv lanara loisasa dover. Right? That's the source of Einstein, right? If a woman commits adultery, what's the punishment? The death penalty. What if she's raped? No punishment. Of course not. Why? Out of control. You don't do anything to that girl. She didn't do anything wrong. So what do you see? So you see that we don't punish you if it's out of your control. So this guy didn't come in 30 days. It was out of his control. This is the source of right here this morning. Apparently. Yeah. I didn't, I, I, it's one of those things you just assume that it's just a thing. But no, the Pasuk says you don't punish a woman who's raped because it's Aynus Chachon Apatre. So the Gemara says, oh, so therefore, meaning, so says Rav, if it's Aynus Chachon Apatre, then I'm not going to blame the guy for not coming to Pez and I'm not going to shred the evidence. So you'll say, Vechitema Kotlashani. I mean, maybe normally we don't accept Onus Chachon Apatre, meaning, maybe Onus normally we do. It is your control. It is your 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 job to, you know, we are going to punish you for an Onus. I, the death penalty. The death penalty, by the way, is not a great source because we're always looking for reasons not to kill people. Like the fact that we're not going to kill this woman for rape doesn't necessarily mean that in all cases of onus, we're not going to punish the guy. Maybe it's Dafka by the death penalty because Bezdin's doing their best to look to look out. Meaning, where do you find in other areas of halacha that we accept onus? Well, look at our Mishnah. <laughs> Umar says... Right? You made a nether. You couldn't. You fulfilled the terms of the nether, but it was out of your control. What's the halacha? It's not a real nether. Why? Because it's an onus. So says Rava Taravuna. If it's an onus, I'm not going to shred the documents. Okay, fine. So the Gemara says Rava. Now, according to Rava, it's an onus, and we don't punish you for an onus, and we don't meaning. And Bez is not going to shred the evidence. Here's the kasha. I get it. I get where Rav is coming from. The problem is, there are certain Mishnayis, which we've had already throughout Shas, um, don't know where, but we've had them, and that is that we, we do take, we do say, even though it's an onus, we got to keep your word. Here's the following case. The following Mishnah, it's a mission getting Okay, interesting. Mishnah says, You're traveling, you give your wife a get, and you say, listen, if I'm not back in 12 months, you're divorced. Okay? Mace. And he dies within the 12 months. So technically, after 12 months, he didn't come back. So the question is, is it retroactively divorced? Is she a divorcee or a widow? Now, there is no greater onus than death. <laughs> right? He said, if I'm not back here in 12 months, we're divorced. He fulfilled the terms of the stipulation way out of his control. He was dead. And what's the halacha? It is a divorce. You see that if the terms of a stipulation are met, even if it's out of your control, it still counts. Right? He gave her the divorce and he said, if I'm not back in 12 months, retroactively divorce from today. He dies six months later. Six months go by and she's like, and I'm divorced. Why? He didn't come back. Well, he's dead. It, there's no greater onus or patre than that. And what do you see? I don't care why. You said your word. It happened. So shred the evidence. It's the same thing. If I'm not back in 30 days, if I'm not back in 12 months, what's the difference? Do you hear the kasha? I do, but it's, 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 I, I don't know if it's going to be, but one is not under Shreshmane Patre, 
he's not being putter from anything when he died in the case of the get. No, but it's it's you made a stipulation. The stipulation was met due to out of your control circumstances. Why, by one case, are you saying don't shred it because it's out of his control? And over here, you're saying, well, he didn't show up. So from month six to month twelve, is she in Almana? Retroactively, she's in Almana until twelve months hits, and then she's retroactively divorced. Right. So technically, it's just it's a matter of if you wait long enough. So the question is, what's the difference? Okay. So the Gemara says. Am I Hamena Sitnis, huh? There's no Yerusha. Well, anyway, if, she, if she becomes director of Yerusha, the major difference is there's no Yibam. That's the major oh, no, difference. Yibam. There's no Yibam. So the Gemara says, but it's out of your control. So the answer is no. Dilma Shani Hosim, in that case, it's different. To go to the next page. The difference is over there. Why, why is he giving his divorce? One of the reasons why he gives the get to his wife and he says, if I'm not back in 12 months, one of the reasons. You'll think like, oh, so that she knows she's divorced in case of Aguna. The major reason is, is because he doesn't want her to do Yivam. He doesn't want her to marry his brother. So he says, listen, if I'm not back in 12 months, there's a chance I'm dead. I'd rather be divorced. So over there, it's not a classic case of onus. You see, normally when it's a case of onus, the guy does not want the stipulation to be met. In this case, when he knows he's dying anyway, he'd actually rather her be divorced. So in that case, it's not it's not an equatable situation. Over here, he said, if I'm not back in 30 days, shred the evidence. 30 days later, he's like, I want to be there. It's completely against his will. So says Rabbi, if it's against his will, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it. Over here, he says to her, listen, if I'm not back in 12 months, you're divorced from right now. Six months later, he's dead. The question is, what would he want? He want her to be divorced. That's the difference. He want to retroactively be divorced. He wouldn't want her to be divorced if he's alive, but if he knows he's dead anyway, he'd rather her be divorced. He would have given her, meaning if he had a time machine and he knew the future, that he knew that he'd be dead in six months, he would have just given her a divorce in the beginning of the year. Okay, so it's, correct. So it's not an oinus, it's technically what he wanted in this scenario. It's not what he wanted in comparison to being alive, but if you're going to be dead, he'd rather be divorced. So the Gemara says, fine, another kasha. The following case. He gives her a divorce. We've had this also a couple times. Okay. So he says to her, listen, if I'm not back in 30 days, you're divorced. Now, instead of dying, he comes back at the end of 30 days. He comes and he misses the ferry boat. So he's on the other side of the river screaming, I'm here, I'm here. So what's the halacha? You see I'm here, you see I'm here. What's the halacha? You're divorced. You didn't get here. You didn't come to this side of the river. So in that case, 30 days came, stipulation was not met due to out of his control, and yet you're saying it's a divorce. So why over here are you not shredding the document because you're saying it's an onus? Over here there's an onus, and, and he's screaming, I'm here, I'm here. I, I can't get you there. And Shmuel says, nope. Stipulations met, you're divorced. Why? What's the difference? It's Mamash and Onus. So the answer is, Omer, Amenas Onus, he says, Dilma Unsa de Megali Yashanya, Umaavra Migla Unsa. The answer is, we don't blame the guy. The, the rule is, we don't blame the guy if it's out of his control. And we're not going to shred the document if it's out of his control. Why over here is it different? When you give a woman a divorce and you say, if I'm not back in 30 days, you're divorced. You gotta anticipate regular onsen. You see, there are onsen that are out of your control, and then there are foreseeable onsen. You get attacked by a leopard, out of your control. You get stuck on the Van Wick, but both in onus. 
one you could have seen coming. So the answer is, if he wanted, if he if he was so worried, we're going to call an onus out of his control. He should he saw that you should have seen this coming, and he should have stipulated if I'm not back in 30 days, but if I'm on the other side of the river because I missed the ferry because the ferry is known to to you know just leave without taking all the passengers. He should have stipulated. If he didn't stipulate, it's on him. The answer is onus, we won't blame the guy. This is not a real onus. He should have foreseen this. This is a foreseeable onus, and he should have stipulated. And he did it, that's his fault. One of Mary said that where you draw the line, what's called what you can If it happens at least once a year, then it's your requirement to. Fair enough. Fair enough. Exactly. So the answer is it's not a classic onus. Okay. We'll just get to the mission, then we'll stop, because I didn't realize the mission was on today's off. So the Gemara says like this. Here's the kasha. Rav Huna. What's Rav Huna Shita? Rav Huna Shita is that if the guy gives the, sh- the documents and he says, if I'm not back in 30 days, is it 30 days? Yeah, if I'm not back in 30 days, shred the, de- shred the documents. He doesn't come back in 30 days, they shred it. I, it's an onus, I don't care. Here's the kasha. Why is gambling usher? Why, why do people know poker and all these things? Why, why is it conceptually a problem? Everyone says, oh, if you're a gambler, you can't be, uh, can't be an aide at a wedding. Well, what's the deal? Because you're a thief. Why am I a thief? Because you took the Jew's money. You took the guy's money. You, you took the guy's money. Forget about Jew guy. You took their money. What do you mean? They put the money down. The answer is that's called an asmachta. Asmachta means there are times where you'll go into a business deal, go into a decision, and you'll say you'll do something, but you don't actually think you're going to do it. Meaning every poker player, when they put down $100, they don't actually think they're going to lose the money. They're convinced they're going to win the money. That's why they do it. So technically, you're taking money when they're not 100% convinced that they want to give it to you. It's akin to stealing. That's the concept. It's called an asmachta. Over here also, the guy said, shred my documents if I'm not here in 30 days. He obviously thought he'd be here in 30 days. 30 days come later, even if it's onus, in addition to onus, it's called an asmachta. Asmachta means that if a person's heart is not really dis- into the decision, you can't go forward with it. So it's like a, it's like akin to onus. So the question is, why according to Rav do we share the documents? It's an asmachta. Asmachta lokanya. Anytime we, you don't believe what you're saying, we're not actually going to take your word into account. So he doesn't actually think he's not going to be back in 30 days. So why are we going with it? It's not like Kanya. You wouldn't be allowed to take his money, so why are you allowed to show his documents? Again, there's, there's a spectrum, right? So we're yeah, but I guess the Gemara assumes that why why would he why would he why would he have this so much bravado and say shred my documents I'm not back in thirty days if he didn't actually think he'd be back in thirty days? The answer is he thought he was. <laughs> so at the time he was not. He didn't give over his heart to be maskims for this for this transaction. If it was any other transaction, we would say it's null and void. So why are you allowed to shred his documents? Again, Esmachta is a very, by the way, you should know, in the Yeshivisha world, to understand Esmachta, why it's like Kanya, is it comparable to an Aynas, it's a whole Chakiris and all these things. But that's the question. The question is, in Esmachta, and it's like Kanya. So, if it's like Kanya, why are you shredding his documents, if it's not a Kenyan? So the Gemara says, Shani hacha zechusan. The answer is over here, it's different. Over here, he handed it over to Bezdin. The reason why Esmachta is like Kanya is because you, you, you didn't really want to go through with it. So, you, know, you put the money on the poker table, you didn't actually think you'd lose the money. Over here, he handed over documents to Bezdin. That action of handing over documents to Bezdin is enough of uh, showing that your heart's in it. It's one thing to say if a couple guys talking about this, like, hey, if the Yankees win, you'll give me 100 bucks. Yeah, sure. He doesn't actually think it. This is, he went to Bezdin, he handed them documents. 
handing them documents saying, if I'm not back in 30 days, that, that, that's not a smacht anymore. A smacht is usually like, oh, his heart wasn't in it. When you start doing actions with Bezdin, you no longer, you forfeit that right to say you were not really in it. How is it different than putting money down? So I think with the money down, it's, 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 it's a verbal agreement. Over here, he went to Bezdin, made a kinney, and handed them shtaris. With the case of the poker, I said put them. We say put the money down, but it's it's the equivalent. That's why I said the Yankee thing. Like if he hits home run, you gonna give me the twenty bucks? Okay, fine, fine. I'll give you twenty bucks. Huh? I change my money for chips. So it's interesting. You know, you have if you start doing kinyanim, it could be if you go into a if you go into a, a, a casino and you exchange the money for a chip, for a token, for coins, whatever it is, chips. It could be maybe that is enough of an action that it's less of an esmachta. I don't know, but, the, but that, that's the concept. By the way, I'm not getting into like the psak of it. Maybe I'll talk about this tomorrow, Tuesday night, if I have run out of stuff. But the concept of like having a poker game—that's the conceptual problem. That people are putting money on the table without actually thinking they're going to lose the money, and then you're taking people's money without their consent. So over here, you can't say that once you go into Bezdin and you give documents to Bezdin, that's such a misa that you no longer have the rights to say it. Okay. Uh, again, all of these sugyas are like bigger halachic sugyas, but this is more the concept. So the Gemara says, okay, so you're telling me, so you're telling me if you hand over the documents, it's not an esmachta? Meaning once you hand over documents, that's a maisa, that's not an esmachta. You can't claim uh, your heart wasn't in it. That's it. Vatnan, look at the following case. Okay, uh, very, very simple. Uh, I owe you $1,000. I give you $100 now, and I'm like, hey, I'll pay you back over the next few weeks. The problem is once I give you $100, you got to give me a receipt. Because if you don't give me a receipt, you have a document that says I owe you 1000 So all the money I'm giving you, you could just take me to court. So you either give me a receipt, but I'm like, listen, let's just save the money. Give it to Brad. Let Brad hold on to it. He'll hold on to it. He'll be the, like a... a th- the original star? Yeah, he'll hold on to the loan document until I pay it back fully. Or you give me a receipt. Those are two choices. So the case is I decided, let me just give it to Brad. I don't want to write a receipt, get a notary, just forget it. Just give me, give me the documentation. That way he can't take me to court until I pay it back. But here's the deal. Um, I pay partial back of the loan. I give the star to a third party. And for some reason I have a lot of bravado in this daf. And I say, I'm so confident I'm going to pay back in 30 days. If I don't pay back in 30 days, give the document back to Shimei. He could, he and then he could he could charge me the whole thing. Yeah, I'm I'm confident. Listen, if I'm not back, in, if I don't pay back in thirty days, give the document back to the lender. Let him. Let him I don't care. I mean, it basically, it basically um, shred the money, like shred the receipt. Basically, if I'm not back, if I don't pay it back in thirty days, shred it. What's the halacha? Let's say thirty days comes by and I didn't pay it back. So that's a smachta, right? Now it's an action. I gave it to a third party, but that's an asmachta. Obviously, when I said I'd pay back in thirty days, I intend to pay back in thirty days. I didn't think I would lose the five hundred dollars I've already paid. What's the halacha? Rav Yosi Amar Yitzi, huh? Yeah, my head. I paid five. So Rav Yosi says. Rav Yosi says Yitzi, you got to give it back to the lender. Meaning he said his word. Rav Yehuda Oimer Lo Yitin. Rav says, No, no, no. That's a smachta. We, we're not playing around with this. But Rav Nachman, I'm Rav Ravu, I'm Rav. Ain't all Rav Yosi. I'm a smachta kanya. We paskin. You don't give it back. So meaning, even though you did an action, that's called an asmachta. We do not. We do not go by your actions. So the question is, what's the difference? Meaning, 
In the case where I give it to Bezdin, I say, here's my evidence. If I don't come back in 30 days, shred it. We say, oh, he didn't come back in 30 days, we shred it. I asmachta, you gave the Bezdin's the document, so it's out of your control. But over here, when you give the third party, and I say, if I don't pay back in 30 days, um, basically give the lender back the document. If I don't do it in 30 days, we, give it, we don't give it to him because that's an asmachta. What's the difference? You're the kasha. What's the difference? Why in one case do we say, even though it's an asmachta, we shred it, but over here it's an asmachta, we say, we don't shred it. What's the difference? So this next line is, it's a shayel rishayim, what this means, but shani hachadamer levatlan schusayim. So what many rishayim understand it is, there's a difference between um, removing my evidence and actively giving over money to someone else. Meaning, giving over the claim to Shemi, giving over the claim to someone else, that we're not going to do. All I'm saying over here is, I'm not actually giving money to anybody. I'm not, there's no transfer of ownership, there's no transfer of debt, there's no transfer of requirements. All this is, I had evidence. All I'm saying is, you could shred my evidence. Nothing's going to change. It'll still go to, you understand? Meaning, the, the, the two cases are very similar. The, the, one case, I say, if I'm not back in 30 days, shred the evidence shred it. If I'm not back in 30 days, give the lender back the document, don't do it. What's the difference? The answer is esmachta is enough that we're not going to transfer ownership, we're not going to transfer debt. All I'm saying over here is get rid of my evidence. There's no practical change in ownership, there's no change for transfer that we're willing to do. Isn't there, there's a change in the that $500 you already paid back? Correct, that's why I'm not willing to do that. Asmachta is enough to say that I'm not going to transfer a document that will actually affect cash. Over here, I just have evidence. Uh-huh. So you're saying, shred the evidence, okay? Well, Nothing means, changes. It does, it connects you. No, but, but it's, it's so indirect. Even without the, by the way, with the evidence, I could lose the case. Without the evidence, I could still win the case. Shredding my evidence is not transferring, it's not, make, it's not being machina something. Transferring requirement and monetary, and that, that, that you can't have. When there's a when there's an asmachta, now just end with this hilchosa. What's the halacha? Asmachta kanya. At least in this scenario, according to the Ran, this is not for culture cool. This is for this scenario. Asmachta kanya, meaning although it's an asmachta, we do shred the evidence. but it can't be out of your control. and you have to make a kinyan in bezdin. So if you make a kinyan in bezdin. And it's not out of your control. Because, by the way, a smachta is not only by a case of an onus. You don't have to be attacked by a leopard. Every case of a poker game is an asmachta. So every time, so asmachta, so we say that if you say within 30 days, if I don't come back, I'm going to shred the evidence. The halacha is, we will shred it. Even though, obviously, you thought you'd be back. We will shred it as long as it's not an onus. And you made a kinyan in best. I'll stop here. Go ahead. A good Bezin, procedure Bezin. Bezin Khashem.